The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrfbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Happy holidays and welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryan Gilbert, joined as always by co-host Joel, the merry one, Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? How was your how was your little break there? It was excellent. Uh, just the start of my break, got the next two weeks off. So um, yeah, looking forward to that in good spirits here. And yes, it was good seeing all the family, all the little rugrats, nephews, um, uncles, aunts, opas, omas. The whole the whole gang. Um, that it's a tradition at my uh, my dad's side for um, my Oma. She has us all all the kids, all the grandkids to I don't know sit down on a chair, do a skit, sing a song, or just share stuff about them. Most people just sit there and, and take questions. I didn't want any of that shit. So you know what I did? I was first one up. You know, I'm the eldest grandson. I just went right up, and you know what I did? I sang "God Rest Your Age Gentlemen." <laughs> yes, yes, that was, was going to be my guess. You were warming up last week. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not taking questions. Fuck, I'm just just gonna sing this song." And it worked out. Everyone loved it because you know I'm she's I'm usually the quiet one, but no, I I burned up there, and I was the only one to sing a song. So that that, that was definitely a first. Uh, but yeah, great, great time, great past few days, uh, seeing everybody. Um, going to different places all around all around Vancouver. So uh, yeah, it's good to be back home though, back to business. And how was your Christmas? Yeah, it was good. It was good to have you know a few days off for, from hockey. Even thinking about hockey, you know, even with World Juniors, like I didn't didn't do anything anything with that. So from like Saturday night when the games ended, even even Saturday, like the Flyers weren't playing, so I wasn't into it too heavily. But having having three days off to just rest, relax, you know, see, see the loved ones, see all the, all, the, all that good stuff. You know, it's always always a good time around the holidays. So yeah, I'm, I'm, it was a it was great. Uh, a few few, few days break there. I'm off tonight, today and tomorrow as well, and uh, so it's going to be a good little break for me as well. So yeah, I'm ex- but I am excited to get back into it. Um, we have a 14 game here to slate tonight on Wednesday. Not going to get into that much. We'll get into the World Juniors, get into the Thursday slate, four games, and some uh, futures talk here. Uh, before that, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gaming Podcast where you listen to your podcasts, uh, Apple, Spotify. Uh, make sure you're also subscribed on YouTube. Um, YouTube to search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast. And uh, make sure you, uh, if you sign up with the promo code or sign up for Underdog Fantasy with promo code SGPN and uh, send us a screenshot of that, uh, you get 100% deposit bonus, uh, of course, as we always talk about. And also, if you send a screenshot of you um, subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on either Spotify or Apple, as well as YouTube, uh, you'll get a uh, get a free free Hockey Gambling Podcast merch, maybe a shirt, maybe a hat. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out with the bosses, but making a good uh, year-end push here for underdogs. Make sure if you're not signed up and you're in a state where it's legal, make sure you sign up. So uh, we'll hit that at the bottom of the show as well. Uh, make sure you get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, uh, for nights like tonight when, when we're not doing a, a, a podcast for the big slate. Joel put his picks in there. I, I put my plays in there, so that's a... Good time in there. People throwing out World Juniors. Talon is not with us, probably because he's passed out now after drinking for 12 hours watching watching teenagers play hockey. He's been throwing in some live bets. I think he hit Germany live today against uh I'm sure sure you're you're pumped up about that, Joel. But yeah, make sure you get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, and follow us on Twitter at hockey sgpn. Uh Talon's also been doing a great job there, tweeting out some stuff. So make sure you follow us on all of our socials. And uh, yeah, that's a good lead in, Joel. What were your thoughts on the world junior so far with Germany getting a huge oh, today. first of all we got to talk about the uh cleveland browns uh <laughs> yes some nice features there that was a huge win against the houston texans you have joe flacco is down to plus 275 joe Flacco's elite he's back i know comeback player of the year one might say he's he went from 75 to one i know a friend who got him 150 to one which is insane. you have 75 to one yeah yeah oh. yeah that looks that's looking tasty now um and yeah yeah he's what 40 attempts every game no problem they, they don't they don't run the ball at all anymore and why would you when this guy is absolutely killing it uh throwing the ball down the field um yeah and i got tons of browns features out, out my ass Just kevin Stefanski, coach of the year 230 to one that's looking nice hopefully uh he or uh, shane steichen win it 
That would be excellent. Um, yeah, just Cleveland Browns have a hell of a game there. Not so good for uh, our Brock Purdy MVP tickets on, no, on no, Christmas night, though. Uh, four interceptions, terrible game. I mean, you could play him for two of them, but uh, still, he's not going to win that now. Very unlikely anyway. Um, yeah, hopefully that was a preview of the, the Super Bowl, though. Ravens, Niners would be an excellent result. Or even better, Browns, Niners. That would be absolutely yeah, lovely. Uh, the chat there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's go, Dilly. Um, yeah, so if, I don't like all the games on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whatever. I think that's bullshit, but uh, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll take the doves at least. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a fun uh, NFL season wrapping up last two weeks. And uh, yeah, hopefully things keep rolling for the for the uh, and a and NFC North or AFC North rather. Yeah, like I like I understand Christmas Eve fell on a Sunday, and like I think last year Christmas was a Sunday. But if Christmas is is a Monday, just do the one monday night game you don't need like multiple games on christmas but it, i guess it's competing with nba and that that's what you're going to see um yeah I, I i i checked twitter i saw the niners loss i saw purdy through four interceptions I was like all right well should have hedged my head hedged my mvp bet but oh, oh well you know you, you live and you learn sometimes yeah so yeah you were mentioning the uh the world juniors and yes team germany i was i was beginning to doubt them after norway put in a strong performance against the americans i was like oh shit germany is gonna get relegated because their team's not supposed to be very good norway is supposed to be the team that they have to beat in relegation round most likely if germany finished bottom of the group but with a win against the Finns, it's it's unlikely that they're gonna finish bottom of the group so they won't even have to play norway as long as they can beat uh uh the latvians or the swiss i think or, or just the latvians i think are in that group um so if they can win that game avoid avoid relegation hell of a hell of a performance there we, we can uh, question the Finns as well their their defense is not what we're used to seeing they're usually more of a you know structured disciplined team good goaltending but that's not how they played through two games canada ran over them germany came back from behind a win that was a spirited comeback there i did not see any of that game but just just looking at the uh the stats there it's looking like it was, it was pretty even so they, they didn't look to be outplayed and talon is saying too they're buzzing so i'll trust in his eye test uh talonetics there uh yeah other than that usa slow start against the norwegians uh but it's it's not how you start in this tournament you know it lasts a couple of weeks it's how you finish you know get get your legs under you they probably were looking past the norwegians uh tough start there and, and you know it after you know 30 minutes or so of, of like uh, not finishing your chances against a team you should be rolling it gets it's it's frustrating but thankfully gavin brindley he's got a hell of a shot jimmy snugger got one too and yeah but then the, the doors just open up for the americans uh they let in that shorthanded goal whatever it happens so i'm not too concerned about the americans just yet um canadians though they're there they're impressing pretty early dominant win i thought it was nine nothing last time i checked against the Latvians, but still, they're doing to them what the Americans couldn't do to the Norwegians, so that's encouraging. And, of course, they beat the aforementioned Finns 5-2, to two, which doesn't, or 6-2, to something like that. It doesn't look as good now with the, the Germans beating the Finns, but still, that, that's another uh, good win for the Canadians. So, yeah, they're, they're, the Canadians are always going to be in it, even though um, it's supposed to be a down year. Uh, we'll, we'll see how they, they progress going forward. Good to see the goaltending has been good so far. That was a question mark going in um yeah uh it's looking like a well-rounded effort there uh i guess have you seen anything yet <laughs> I, I i haven't watched any i mean i've been following the box score the other box was up i mean canada has been been very impressive i, I think celebrini had, had 10 or five points in the 10 nothing win i know usa had, had, had a tough game against uh norway i don't think cutter gautier had had any points there so that was that was he did. Not, not a good start yes sick yeah, assist on yeah, sick uh assist. Okay. Brindley's goal, I think it was, or Snugger. Right. I don't know. One, yeah, one point there, but I mean, yeah, but, but the one bet, the one bet I actually called out on the uh, the preview show when I was half asleep was the uh, Slovakia over Switzerland finishing position, and they they beat them three nothing. I got them at minus one fifty five, and like now they're that that's looking great. So that's one thing. You know, it's one thing I'm looking at that seems like pretty much a lock unless they lose. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what what USA can do. You know, in in the in the coming games. Um, I know like. Yeah, in the early games, you see these big favorites maybe not win at, at by as much. USA was, I think, minus five and a half. They only won four one against Norway. So you see, you see these teams, you know, get get a, off to a slow start, but they'll they'll get into it. And yeah, like you said with Canada, like it's it's supposed to be a down year for them, but a down year for them is still metal expectations. It's just okay. It's not like okay, we have to win gold. It's like okay, well maybe we'll get bronze. That's fine, but. I mean, they're looking great. We'll see what happens when they play uh, when they play Sweden and uh, 
probably U.S. in, in, the, in the knockout round. But, yeah, they got Sweden on the 29th. That's Friday at 1.30 Eastern. That'll be a good game. That'll be a good afternoon game after uh, Czech versus USA. So, yeah, it's good. going to be a, a good game. This is when you can, you know, these these teams have a few games under their belt, so you know you know what they're made of, so you can kind of make some more uh, more educated handicapping and and uh, bets. But I mean, T- Talon's been killing. It. I think Talon hit Germany live like ten to one or something. That they won that one four three. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a uh, been a everyone loves World Juniors. Uh, I know some people love it too much. Some people complain that some people love it too much, but uh, yeah, it's uh, always a good time of year here for for, for some hockey. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong, especially when it's in, in Europe, especially for those of you on the East Coast who can wake up at uh, 6.30 and you get to watch hockey all day long. It almost leads right into the NHL, you know, with the uh, the noon games. So, yeah, it's – it's, uh, it's, it's well, why, 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 why can't you have hockey all night, all day long? There's no reason to complain about it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Uh, but uh, it's also good for – you know, if you like an NHL team, that's that's half the reason why why people watch is to see how your prospect's doing. I know you mentioned Cutter Gutia. He's, he's – uh, uh, on paper, at least the best player at this tournament. Um, and maybe Celebrini, we, we don't know exactly what his uh, potential is, but still, uh, and you're you know, Flyers fan, so you want to see uh, him do well. I mean, Avalanche don't have, I don't think, uh, we don't have any meaningful prospects in the tournament. Um, we would have maybe a couple if the Russians were allowed in, but that's another story. Uh, but yeah, there's, I mean, the Sabres and the Coyotes, man, they, they, they are absolutely loaded with, with uh, talent. So if you're a Sabres or a Coyotes fan out there, you should be loving it. Like uh, Yuri Kulich for the Czechs uh, had a hat trick today, uh, captain of the team. So, you, yeah, you should be following him if you're a Sabres fan. That's another reason to watch. You don't have to, you know, like junior hockey in general. You can just watch a uh, first certain player to do well, especially if he's in a prominent position, you know, first line power play. And all that, and yeah, like if you're a Coyotes fan in particular, uh, you got you got guys all over the place. Pretty much every game, you're gonna you're gonna have a prospect to follow. Yeah, uh, did did you see any line for Celebrini to be the leading point scorer in in the in the uh, tournament? I, I looked for it. I think I, I forget before it started. I, I I could not find him. It was too short. He was less than ten to one. Um, yeah, he's uh, that, that's what Gautier was too. Yeah, Gautier was a favorite, like four, five, six to one. Um, and Portois, he jumped up there as soon as he was announced. I think he was seven to one. He had a yeah. goal, I think, and in the first one, I didn't see who scored in the nine goal game. Uh, I'm sure he potted one there. And yeah, um, one more note: uh, American goaltending. Trey Augustine was was the best player for the Americans in the uh, game against Norway, so that's encouraging as well for the uh, for the Yanks. They're just uh, stacked all over the all over the ice. Just more American goalkeepers here. Goalies being well. I mean, Canada, Canada. We've been talking about it all, all season long. All, the, all these Americans. Yeah, that's good to see. I remember back, I guess, ten years ago now, or maybe eleven in the 2013 when I was in Russia. I remember like what, staying up and watching that at like 3 a.m. when 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 Gostas Bear was in it. So that, that's that's one of my earliest World Junior memories. And like I, I saw someone make a point that like everyone in Canada is makes a bigger deal out of it, but also Canada is mostly Canadian junior players that are like so intertwined with their local community. So it makes sense that they, they, they care about him so much. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's just more of a tradition here than, than in other places or in America, really. I mean, the Europeans care a lot about it as well. So you could tell by the, uh, the fans, especially like the, the Latvians always go crazy for it. Cause in like the smaller countries, like yeah. why not? You're, you're good at hockey. You might as well uh, follow it uh, with your hundred percent. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else on world juniors before we uh, move along here? No, that's it. Uh, let's go Germany. Let's go Canada. And for my wallet, let's go America. You have, you have any more confidence in Canada after their, their first two games? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they look like the real deal again. So, right. but it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And uh, we'll, we'll see when the, when the, uh, the rubber meets the road, how, how things turn out. Yep. Um, all right. We are brought to you by prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this season. Now I can play during basketball season two. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their favorite projected st- on their projected stats and place your entry. Uh, with a basketball season, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey had a uh, 10.5 combo of three pointers made plus receptions. And if you want to play alongside your some of your prize picks favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. 
They also, PrizePicks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. PrizePicks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Um, go to make sure you sign up for PrizePicks. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash SGPN, code SGPN. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Um, all right, here let's uh, we got a big four game slate here for Thursday, December 28th. Uh, are you ready to get into it? Yes, sir. All right, kick things off here with the lone seven o'clock game. Here we have the Montreal Canadiens at the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, game itself is in Carolina. Hurricanes are minus 258 on the money line. Hurricanes on the puck line are minus 110. Canadians on the money line are plus 210. Over-under is set at 6.5, overpaying off minus 102, with the under at minus 118 here. Um, I'll kick us off here. I think this is a back-to-back for the Hurricanes, and I believe uh, Kachikov is starting in net tonight, likely, so it's going to be Ranta tomorrow. He's um, back? I I saw... Ranta? Yeah. Wasn't he in waivers? Uh, oh, he was on waivers, but but yeah, he got recalled. No okay. one, no one claimed them. So so yeah, they're, they're, he's he back. Got recalled. Yeah, he, he's, he's nobody back. wanted him for a good. Nobody reason. wanted him. Uh, Montreal. I saw. I think Caden Primo is starting tomorrow. Who you know doesn't really matter who they start. Caden Primo did have a good start against the Blackhawks. Uh, two goals against on twenty-one shots. So it's not not too good. Um, my only play here would, would be the over, over six and a half, minus 102. Uh, we've seen Carolina. They've been playing a bunch of uncharacteristic high-scoring games, especially if Ranta is in net. And Montreal has been been sneaky good this season. They're, they're somehow like not completely out of the playoff picture. And uh, Caden Primo hasn't been great. And they, they have they have what it takes to score some goals. So I like the over six and a half at minus 102. Uh, you can still find the over six at minus 120. I, I did take that. But uh, as for a side, I guess I'd lean to the Habs here. I think Habs at plus 210 with the Hurricanes on a back-to-back could be a, a good look. Right. Before we're going into this game, uh, I know this won't matter much to the podcast listeners, but for the benefit of the live listeners, uh, yes. one, thing, one thing that I, I, I really hit home and, and betting this slate is is the away teams you know we, we we talked about this with the the black friday games the away teams crushed it there because uh you know the home teams they're, they're still at home they're they're celebrating with the family their celebrations go longer whereas the the teams that have to go out out of town to play their hockey go on their business trip are typically better prepared and that's the case right now we're back back from the christmas holidays i'm sure that the the teams at home their their schedules uh, typically, you know, their celebrations went later than the teams that had to play on the road. So, uh, yeah, and, and the market agrees with that, which is why uh, most of the teams on the road took the money. So uh, the value is, is fleshed out a little bit um, or uh, leached out a little bit, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you could still bet the away goals. You got another half hour to do that, plus 130, plus 135 or so. And, yeah, you just look at these away teams. I, mean, I didn't bet a whole lot of them, but uh, – the ones I did, I, I really, really like. I just, I just went, went play uh, many home teams here for that reason, and I think that still applies somewhat to these, these uh, games on the twenty eighth, uh, which is why I like the Canadians here. I mean, they got an extra day off too. Hurricanes playing tonight in Nashville, and now they, they got Antti Ranta in that. Uh, we don't know what's going on with him. Maybe he comes back and trying to fight for his job again, and then plays a uh, one of the best games of his season, but. I don't think so. Uh, let's go with the Canadians here. Plus 210. That that line should drop uh, significantly, I would say, um, depending on what happens tonight with the with the Predators, of course. But still, I think it's it's too high there. So I like the Canadians here. Road team. Got an extra day off. And they, they, they got to fly out there today instead of uh, some of these away teams. They do have to play um, or they have to fly out to the uh, to the, uh, the opponent's building. Because um, I think that they're, they're not allowed to – to fly out too early or something because they out the the PA have to give them amount about same amount of time for the uh, Christmas break so they can't fly out to these cities too early so that could be yeah, problematic I, for the I, I think I think some team last year got like called out for that and they like either got fined or like lost a pick the or Leafs. something some, was it the Leafs the Leafs yeah I remember probably that. they can afford it though we'll pay the fine fuck it we'll, we'll we'll try and win this game here to make it worth the fifteen thousand dollars or whatever it was yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, but the, another thing too is that last year, 
Um, there's still the COVID restrictions and whatnot. And then the Sharks, they got really fucked by because they had to fly out from San Jose. Uh, like it, it was like an overnight thing that they got they got delayed and they just barely arrived in Vancouver in time for the game. And then they got shelled. I was at this one along with Shark, a uh, friend of the podcast. And yeah, so hopefully that situation doesn't happen here, but it shouldn't because if you look at these games, they're all they're all um, close proximity to each other. Like that, that's different from years past. Like, like all these games, they're they're within like a few hundred miles, or most of them anyway. Uh, you know, you got yeah. the Boston, Buffalo, Florida, Tampa, Washington, New York. Well, that was a little further. Uh, Columbus, New Jersey, Ottawa, Toronto, um, Sharks, Kings. Like these games are all pretty close to each other. So that's another f- uh, factor that that favors the away teams here. But yeah, for this one, give me the Canadians plus two ten. I could see an argument for either way on the on the total. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not betting the total, but yeah, give me the give me the away team. Um, all right, going down to 10 p.m. here. Oh, what a matchup here! We got the Philadelphia Flyers at the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, Canucks are minus 162. Flyers are plus 136. Over under is at six. Overpaying off minus 125. With the under at plus 105. Uh, Mr. Meyer. Uh, Am I crazy or is this line kind of low for the Canucks? Yeah, well, the, the Flyers got bet a little bit. Uh, I did not bet either way this one. Um, but, yeah, it, it's uh, two teams that, of course, we are high on both uh, in terms of uh, our heart and our money. And, yeah, did you know that the Canucks are in first place in the league in terms of points? I sure Ooh. did. <laughs> not point percentage, but points. So we will take it. Uh, I certainly did not see that coming at the uh, start of the year, but uh, we'll absolutely take it. So yes, uh, love both these teams going forward. Uh, for this one, though, I don't think that I'll be betting aside. Uh, once again, I, I think that I would I would uh, favor the away team, but still, the, the Canucks have been on a roll. Maybe they're they're you know they're they're feeling high on top of the mountain now, very fat and happy. So if anything, I, I would look to the Flyers here. And yeah, so both 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 had a very tremendous season so far, overachieving expectations to say the least. And yeah, but the Flyers, I think, are uh, a pretty even team with the Canucks, uh, especially if you look at the underlying numbers. They have better numbers than the Canucks in in that respect, at least. And yeah, so the, the Flyers would be a lean, uh, kind of like the under six, but the Demko has been uh, kind of shaky of late. And the Flyers' goaltending has has been, uh, you know, up and down. I, I would say, and yeah, they're very good off the rush. So uh, both teams kind of play the same kind of style in terms of like capitalizing on turnovers. So I could see goals that way. But once again, I don't, I don't have a feel for the total. Lean again to the away team. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I do lean to the Flyers here, plus one thirty-six. But I, I don't know if they'll be able to bet them there. It's. Uh, I, yeah, like you said, we're both high on these teams. The Canucks have been great this season overall, great at home, 13-3-1. The Flyers have been great on the road, 10-4-3. So, I mean, if I had to pick a side, it would be the Flyers, a plus 136. But I'll probably stay away from that in this game. Uh, I would I would take the under six, plus 105. I think that's that's a good look there, getting get plus odds, especially if it's, I think, you know, either Hart or Urson. Urson I, I like both of them right now. Um, Flyers are mostly healthy. Canucks are mostly healthy. As long as it's Demko, I'm going to go with the under six at plus 105. Um, it is the first half of a back-to-back for the Flyers. I believe they're in Seattle the, the, the next night. So, you know, not, not too long of a trip. It still could be an issue for them. But I, I do think Tortorello will have his guys ready to go. Um, I might look at the draw in this game, trying to look up what that is right now, probably around plus 350. Flyers have gone to overtime a lot this season, plus 370, even better. And Canucks have only gone, only gone to overtime four times, but twice were in the past their past five games. Cross-conference game, both teams at least want to get a point, so could see a closer game there. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's my uh, handicap for this one. Um, all right, going down to 10 p.m. again, we have the Los Angeles Kings at the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Knights are minus 125. Kings are plus 105. Over-under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 125. And the under at plus 105. Uh, Going to be back-to-back here for both teams. The Golden Knights are in Anaheim tonight while the Kings host the Sharks. They're both going to have a little bit of travel um, going back to Vegas here from California. This is the second meeting this season. Uh, the first meeting, both teams were also on a back-to-back, and it was in L.A. Um 
And the, the big thing here is Big Save Dave is starting in net for the Kings tonight against the Sharks. They will have Cam Talbot. And it's uh, Golden Knights are starting Thompson tonight. So it'll be Patera tomorrow, probably. So I like the, like the Kings here. Uh, plus 105 underdogs. Uh, Kings have been great on the road this season, 13-1-1. Vegas has been been leakier recently without that Aiden Hill. Without I mean, they've been without Shade Theodore a lot for, for a, a long time now. But you know, that's definitely uh, having an impact on them this month. Gavrikov is going to be back for the Kings. So I like the Kings here as uh, as rare dogs, plus 105 um, to, get the, to get the job done. And probably no play on the total. These are more under teams, but they're playing over recently. So j- just the Kings plus 105 for me. Yeah, I like the Kings as well. I did not know that about Gavrikov. That is good to hear. Um, and what I like about the Kings is also the, the, the fact that they're on the back to back means that it takes away some of the temptations that Vegas provides. Uh, so some of that, that, uh, you know, Vegas home ice advantage is, is taken away and yeah, they're going down Anaheim and then they got to come back up. I'd rather go from straight to LA, straight from LA back to Vegas. Uh, so yeah, I, I like the Kings here as well as dogs think they're the better, more complete team, especially with the gold Knights goaltending problems right now. Speaking of, that's why we've uh, been successful betting nights overs lately. So I like the over six as well. Um, but, you know, the Kings, they, they play that, that more structured defensive game. Talbot and net kind of uh, scares me off a little bit. But still, I think that the the over six uh, is the play, the way that the Knights have been playing lately. Uh, it's, 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 not, it's not good defensing, defensing, defending. And uh, their, their goal scoring has, has been top-notch because they've got to stay in these games. Plus, you know, if they get behind by a couple of goals and the Kings do tend to be, you know, um, front runners, bullies, and they, they go, go out in the lead and then they, they, they try to protect the lead, but the Knights are capable of breaking that door down and coming back in games. So I think the over six would be a look as well. And in addition to the, the King side here, plus one Oh five. Yeah. Look, look at the uh, Kings team total here over three and a half is plus plus one fifty five. I think that's a good look. Uh, Vegas has been just, just bleeding goals recently, four, five, six, three, five, four, four, in their in their last what seven or eight games, there you know the, the Kings are typically lower scoring as we say, but they've they put up five against Calgary, four against San Jose. So I think that that could be a good look. Or just over three at plus one hundred five at Canby Books. That's a probably a good look there for the Kings. That is a good bet. Um, all right, going down to the final game on the docket at ten thirty, we have the Edmonton Oilers at the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Sharks are plus two fifty. Oilers are minus 325. Oilers on the puck line are minus 130. Over-under is at 7. Overpaying off plus 105 with the under at minus 125. How are you betting this one, Joel? Well, even though it's been uh, bet up to 3 minus 325, it's not, it's not a huge move. Um, and the Sharks, I think that'll move a lot more, actually, with, with the Sharks on the back-to-back. Playing against the Kings, another Pacific Division rival, California rival. I think that that, that game will take a lot out of them, and then they come back home to play Edmonton, who will be waiting there for him. And yeah, we, we remember the last time the Oilers played in San Jose. It did not go well for us. But uh, I think uh, the, the Oilers are a much better team now. McDavid is healthier. Things are going better. Their, their goaltending is better. Sharks, too, are playing a little better. They're, they're scoring a few goals here and there. But still, it, it, they're not a good team. Not a good team at all. So yeah, the, 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 the Oilers money lot or the minus one and a half here, minus 130 would be the way to look. Team total. You do the over four and a half plus money. Uh, I think that the Oilers blow them up. Uh, I've said that before and been totally wrong, but uh, I'm willing to go back to the well here and uh, double down on that. Um, not not Martin Gailey. I'm certainly not putting as much down as it did in the first time, but uh, I'll definitely have a, a piece of the Oilers here. Um, total seems about right. I mean, a seven in a Sharks game is kind of wild because – can't trust them to score, but it is the Oilers, and you never know when when a, a shootout can break out. So I, the, the the total is kind of a wild card for me, but uh, yeah, the Oilers side for me, especially uh, with the Sharks playing um, in LA tonight, it's not beneficial to them. Big advantage for the Oilers here too, coming off the uh, off the break. I think that they come out firing here and uh, destroy the Sharks. Yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, this line has moved a little bit. It's still it's still minus two ninety five at Canby Books. So I, I mean, I, I would take that either as a parlay piece or just take that take that alone. I think that possibly worth a bridge jumper bet. Puck line minus one thirty could be good as well. But yeah, 
as you alluded to, probably the the uh, team total will be the best bet. Uh, I got over four at minus one thirty six. You can get over four and a half at even money. Uh, you can get the race to four at minus one forty. That that's kind of uh, don't love that, but um, yeah, I think the Oilers here have to be the play, whether it's puck line, whether it's team total or or the total over seven. I think plus one hundred five might be might be a decent look. The Sharks are capable of scoring. They've showed that a lot recently. And the Oilers uh goaltending has not been not been great. So um yeah, gonna take the Oilers here, whichever way you prefer money line as a parlay piece, regulation, puck line, team total race. It's should be should hopefully be uh get some revenge here for their loss in San Jose a few months ago. It's Blackwood and Night Nanette for uh this one, right? Because Kakinen is is going uh, I, be- I believe I saw Kakinen starting. I, d- I don't know if that matters, though, for, for San Jose. Well, I don't know if goaltending matters. Blackwood's been pretty good, especially uh, against the Oilers and, and then your your Flyers when when uh, he had that 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 decent few game stretch there. So I would rather have Blackwood in that than Kakinen. But still, uh, that doesn't change. Yeah, but his last three starts: six goals against, five goals against, five goals against. Against I mean, right. Abs, Canucks, and and coyotes but yeah no i know black blackwood blackwood has more potential to put up like a stand on his head game yeah either way it doesn't doesn't change much let's go others all right that's the four game slate for thursday december 28th uh, consensus plays here we have the canadians plus 210 at carolina we're expecting that line to come down uh the kings plus 105 the road, road underdogs there in vegas and then edmonton team total puck line whichever way you want to play it here um, we don't have, don't have best bet for a four game slate. You have anything you feel feel confident about? Let's go Montreal Canadiens over two and a half goals plus one ten. Okay. Um, I was looking at the the over in that game, but I'll switch it up here. I'll go with the Kings at plus one hundred five. I think that's a I think that's a good look there. I was surprised that they were underdogs when I because I, I looked at the game, then I, then I looked at the line, and I was like, that underdogs got to take that. I think that'll move. A decent bit before before puck drop. I mean, depending what happens tonight, but yeah, I think the Kings are are the better, deeper team there. Did we already deal with our last show's bets? Or um, our last show, we did not do any because I think it was a three game slate. Okay. Like if you feel strongly, but to update everybody, uh, Joel is ten and eight at plus zero point three seven units. I am eleven and seven at plus four point two two units. So both of us positive. Both of us uh, keeping us keeping us in the positive here uh in the chat adam mac is saying oh you should uh, per sheng peng of san jose hockey now blackwood is dealing with an illness ahead of wednesday's road matchup with the Kings, so it may not be blackwood uh tomorrow i'm not sure who their third string goalie is or if they would go cacking him back to back off the break but that just likes uh makes me like uh edmonton even more tomorrow so uh thank you for that info there adam I am. Uh, I thankfully dodged him in our um, Discord fantasy football league. Uh, he had a hell of a season. He went like twenty and two or something. Uh, and, and I was I'm scared of, of uh, going against him. But he lost in the semifinals. I beat uh, another friend of the podcast, Bandwagoner, in the semis. Despite not not, I didn't think I had a chance. Like there was a multiple weeks where I didn't even set my lineup correctly. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he says he didn't start uh, Connor. Uh, I guess James Conner. I don't fucking know. Uh, I'm not a fantasy player, so I'm I'm bewildered by the fact that I'm in the final. <laughs> but I'll take it, man. It's it's been uh, it's it's been a fun couple of weeks since I realized I have a shot to win the thing. And yeah, well, let's go. Uh, I don't even know who I'm playing, but uh, he's going down. Whoever he is. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to look up who who the Barracudas goalies are. Uh, they got Magnus Magnus Krona, Georgie Romanoff, and Itu. Ma- Makaniemi. So uh, three guys I, I had not heard of. Maybe, maybe one of those could be a prospect. They sound prospectish, but they don't have any uh, any veterans there to hold down the fort. It's Berg. Uh, he's been on the show before, right? Adam Rosenberg. Adam Rosenberg. Yeah, is he, is he in the final? Yeah, he's he's the one. I'm Oof. Thinking, so, uh, so fellow fellow Flyers fan. Uh, he he right. texted me last week. He was at a uh, I think a books book signing or something with uh, Jeremy Roenick. He got a picture with him. So hmm. shout out shout out to the fellow uh, Flyers fan there. Um, all right, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. 
Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, here. Went through World Juniors, went through the four games late for Thursday here. Gonna get into some some futures talk, you know, not not necessarily as deep as we typically do with our player awards. Uh I want to start out with some some Stanley Cup talk here. Coming out of the holiday break, we get kind of a, a good a good benchmark of where teams are at. Uh there's a few long shots I like here. I think the Kings at 13 to 1 are still way too long. I called that out a few weeks ago, probably closer to 20 to 1. I think the Panthers at 18 to 1. A pretty good look as well, and then uh, both the Canucks and Jets are twenty-eight to one. I think the Jets are, are a sneaky good team right now. They haven't allowed more than three goals in a game, and I think over a month. I I am thinking more and more now that Hellebuck is going to win the Vesna just because he starts so many games and no one is re- necessarily running away with it. And then looking at, at longer shots here, Islanders fifty-five to one. I think that should be shorter. I know I've said they're frauds. I know that they said they're. I've said they're. I'm going to lose eventually, but Horvat's looking great. Barzal's looking great. Sorokin's looking great. They've been playing without two of their top four defensemen, so when they're healthy, they're going to look even better. So I think that could be something to throw a few bucks on, and then as long as they make the playoffs, it should be a, a good bet you can either cash out or, or hedge. Yeah, I'll just go team by team here, uh, say a few words. First of all, uh, Rangers and the... Um, I mean, first, yeah, once again, these, these odds are all over the place, book by book. But looking yeah. at the book I'm looking at here, Rangers and Avalanche are, are favored, plus 750. Bruins plus 750 as well. I, I don't think that these are the uh, the rightful favorites. I mean, kind of, but not that the short of prices. Uh, if you're just paying too much to back them. Rangers, I mean, they're, they're getting back to their old ways, relying too much on their special teams, and their goaltending has been shit other than John the Quick, and I don't expect him to maintain this level of play throughout the playoffs uh i expect him to turn back into pumpkin at some point he's not gonna you know put up these ridiculous stats through throughout the whole season and postseason so the rangers way too short even at 11 to 1 here at the uh fan duel um avalanche you know which is the pedigree all, all the elite players on the team although there is some buzz that the you know the Joe Sakic and C Mac are planning a, a big deal. The the biggest uh, and likeliest candidate would be for Elias Lindholm. He would fit in a glove with the way the Avs play, especially just just fulfilling that second line center that we really needed to fill since Kadri left. Um, so that would be massive. But right now the, the odds are just too short for the Avs, um, especially with their their goaltending problems. Um, Knights, of course, coming off the cup, they can do it, but. I don't. I don't really believe in them doing it again. Um, you know, we don't even know uh, Faden Hill is, is healthy, and if they don't win the division, they'll have to play a very tough. Uh, it, it's really like winning the division this year is, is so important for for both Central and the Pacific in the West because the second and third slots you're going to go in a war, whether it's the you know the Kings and the Oilers, or, the, or rather the Kings and the Canucks, Knights, Canucks. It's going to be tough. Whereas you get to face, uh, you know, wild card team. You want to dodge the Oilers, of course, but you'll also play. Uh, I don't know, like the Wild, the Predators, or whatever. So, so winning the division, winning the uh, um, top seed in the West is going to be crucial. Same thing in the Central. You don't want to play the Jets. You don't want to play the Stars. You don't want to play the Abs. You want to play the seven or eight seed. I mean, you kind of want to dodge the Oilers again, but still, that 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 eight seed is going to be rough, uh, most likely. So that that's crucial there. Uh, let's go down the list here. Leafs, not a chance. Mm, Hurricanes, <laughs> can't believe in them. Uh, do the same you, thing. Yeah, I, I was looking at the Hurricanes. Do you think this is a, a, a decent buy low spot, 14 to 1, 13 to 1? Or do you think it's just it, it's this is them falling apart? It's pretty much the same price they were to start the season. They're, they're worse than expected. Like their, their point total is way down from when it started. So, no, they, those odds should uh, definitely go down. I mean, maybe this is part of the plan. Like in previous seasons, the Hurricanes go all out. They expend all this energy in the regular season. They have nothing left of the postseason. Maybe this is part of the plan. Maybe just just get in, and then we'll we'll go all out in the in the postseason. But I don't believe that. I think that there are problems with this team. And the fact that they can't protect the goal team like they used to is uh, 
major red flag. So the Hurricanes are not bettable for me. And Kings, yeah, um, they have uh, some issues as well. But uh, I think that they're the best bet so far of all the teams I mentioned, even down to 13 to 1. Devils, Oilers can throw them in the same kind of buckets. Uh, they have some problems with their own elite talents. Devils might not even make the playoffs. They're on the outside looking in right now. Goaltending, another question mark. Oilers, same thing. They just, uh, they're not really built like, like real playoff teams. They don't have uh, a ton of experience. I know the Oilers have some now, but uh, behind McDavid and Drysaddle is not a lot of depth, which is what you need. And they're too reliant on the power play. Same thing with the Devils. And a very young back end for the Devils. And, and Jonas Siegenthaler is having a, a, a regressive year this series. He's not the defensive defenseman he was the past couple. So that's a problem for the Devils as well. We don't know. We don't even know if Dougie Hamilton's coming back. I mean, if, he, if he's not coming back, the Devils have no shot. Uh, Torn Peck is, is, a, is a major deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Panthers, we've been on them. Odds come down a little bit. That's fine. 18 to 1 is pretty good still. Uh, yeah, Jets. You mentioned the Jets. I think that's my favorite bet on the board right now. 28 to 1. This team is, is real. Uh, I think that they have a good shot to win the division, plus 400, plus 450, something like that. Uh, with the problems with the Avalanche and the Stars, too inconsistent up there. Whereas the Jets, they just keep trucking along. Hellbuck's been great. Morrissey keeps playing solid hockey, and they're doing this without Kyle Connor. And he's going to come back in a month or so. Um, so, yeah, and, uh, you know, there's so many good players in the Jets. Like, Villardi has stepped up for Kyle Connor. He, he's on an absolute tear right now. Hopefully the Christmas break doesn't cool him off. Um, <laughs> in the chat, too, Mac again saying that the, the only Kings forward with a plus or the minus and a plus minus is Pierre-Luc Dubois. Meanwhile, Gabriel Velarde is absolutely destroying it with the Jets. So uh, just that one. Iowa Final is playing well too. Like, 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 and Ehlers has stepped up in Kiner's absence. So the Jets, the Jets have it going. Have it going yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. Which is great, great stuff. Uh, you you skip over uh, the Panthers, eighteen to one. I mentioned them. I didn't go in depth, but yeah, the, the Panthers, absolutely uh, tough division. They'll have to play a tough opponent in the first round, no doubt. But that that goes for every team in the East, most likely. Um, yeah, yeah, all the experience of last year. Plus, Matthew Kachuk doesn't got going. Maybe he's still dealing with the injuries that he suffered in the postseason, but I, I think that he'll turn around at some point, and then this team will get even better. And, yeah, I think that their uh, their point total right now is 99.5. I think that's still bettable. I think that this team will, will, will dominate in the second half of the season. And, yeah, beyond, beyond the Jets, though, I don't think that there's any – you mentioned the Islanders. I think that's the only case that can be made for any of these long shots. Um, yeah, 55 to 1, I think, is okay. I mean, uh, they're, kind of, they're kind of fraudulent as far as regular season goes. I mean, they should not be in a playoff spot when they have so many losses. But because so many of those losses happen in overtime, they get all these stupid loser points. So they're still in the mix there. But, you know, they're, they're, they're a pesky, fucking annoying team in the playoffs. So I, I could see them going on a run. You know, if Sorokin gets hot and the uh, Pelican Pula come back healthy and, and Noah Dobson keeps up this run of play. Uh, Bo Horvath comes comes back with some clinical clutch goals. Um, Islanders are definitely a threat. So 55 to 1 there would be the only long shot I could I could look past uh, the Jets at 28 to 1. Yeah. Um, Dilly in the chat, Captain Dilly said, I think I think he said what wild. No, Adam Max said it. Minnesota 75 to 1. I guess that could be a, a decent look there. I think they're minus Fuck 110 that. to make the playoffs now. I don't I don't think it has a chance. Um I didn't realize the Yotes are in a playoff spot. Like they're not gonna win the cup, but they shouldn't be 150 to 1 to win the cup, I don't think, because they're if you like them to make the playoffs, which you know, I'm talking myself into that. I think they're still plus. 350 to make the playoffs. I'm not sure who behind them is, is going to catch them. I guess maybe maybe Minnesota. Oh, I guess Edmonton's going to catch them too. Edmonton's making the playoffs. So, yeah, the, the Coyotes at 150 to 1. If you're looking for a, a value cash out hedge bet, that could be a, a good spot. Yeah, maybe. But I think you're just throwing money away. Uh, yeah. I mean, if, if you like the team, whatever, just go for it. You know, it's, it's, uh, Nobody thought the Panthers made the final last year, and they, and they were uh, crazy odds as well. Not quite 150 to one, and they had a definitely better team than the Coyotes do. Uh, it's just I, I can't see it. That's that's not for me. I'd rather just get bet them to make the playoffs at that nice plus number there, or Andre Tourigny at Coach of the Year. Although that's that's probably too short now as well. But yeah, it's just uh, it's it's asking a fucking lot for them to to because you'd really have to get them to make the uh, the Western Conference Finals to get a real good hedge in. Because uh, they're going to be massive dogs in every series, no doubt. Um, especially, you know, because they get seven or eight seed, they're going to go against uh, the Avalanche, the Knights, the Kings, 
there'll be massive dogs in that situation. So yeah, it's 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 a tough ask. <laughs> but if you just want some fun, yeah, it doesn't take a lot of a lot of money there. Just throw ten bucks on that and then uh just let her rip. Yeah, uh, I think that's that's uh, that's all the ones you know worthy of of talking about here. I think for the cup, but yeah, I think the the Yotes, I think they're still plus three fifty to make the playoffs. They they have, I mean, they're they're I think a team that's better than you know the whole is better than the sum of its parts. But they ha- they have some good young players. They have Keller. They have uh, Logan Cooley. I think is playing on fourth line there for them. They have Lawson Krause is coming up. So yeah, if Ingram can can be a Vesna Vesna Trophy candidate, I mean, goaltender can keep that up. I think that they have a chance. Um, any any player award updates you want to go over, or do you want to just get get wrap this up a little bit? Yeah, game's starting in a few minutes. Uh, the uh, yeah, if uh, no, the heart is, is is a mixed bag now. We already we already got all the value out of McKinnon. He's down to four to one here, five to one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, looking pretty accurate to me. I mean, Quinn Hughes, twenty five to one. He's he's been fairly quiet in the month of December, but still, I think that he's got a better case than uh, Patterson at twenty to one for the Canucks anyway. But still, uh, I don't think that there's too much to look at here. Um, Jack Eichel, yeah, he's he's down too much at forty to one though. He's he's been he's been lights out lately. Yeah, I might talk myself into Panarin now. He's fifteen to one. I think he was twelve to one last week when we talked about him. Forty-four points. The Rangers are the are the favorites for the President's Trophy. You know, maybe Laviolette will get will get that credit, but I could see Panarin. You know, keeping this up and you know, fifteen to one. I think is going to be going down relatively soon. Yeah, I could see the case for that. Um, yeah, Adam in the chat, eighteen to one. He's on the Dobson train as well yes. as you. But, I think he's still. Uh, I think he's still thirty to one at some books. I gotta check that. I don't think that that's happening, but uh, good luck. I mean, I mentioned before, Pulak Pella come back. His minutes will go down. Maybe not as not down to the extent that they were to start the year, but I don't think that he'll be as much of a presence. And he just, I don't know, I just don't see the Islanders just keeping up this pace. I think they're, uh, I think that they're one of the teams that'll fall out of the playoffs if the Devils get hot, Penguins get hot. Yeah, the Islanders are uh, in a tough shape. I just, you know, it's it's Quinn Hughes' war to lose. Kayla Carr, I think, is the only one who has a chance to beat him. Things can change. You no, know, it's a long season. People get hurt, but uh, right now, I just, I just, I just don't want to back anyone else to to go against them. I mean, I'm not betting anymore. Hughes and Carr, the, the numbers are pretty accurate as they are. I just, uh, it's it's you're just banking on too much crazy things to happen at, at this point. Yeah, uh, Dobson still thirty to one at FanDuel for the Norris. I mean, Edmund McAvoy, Morrissey, Haskinen, Fox are all ahead of him. So I mean, he should be shorter. Like Bouchard is finally down to fifteen to one. I don't think he's going to win it. I think it will be either Hughes or McCarr. But you know, if McCarr has that nagging injury, if Hughes gets hurt, it, it could open it up a little bit. Um, do you take Hughes, in the field? Hughes is the opposite of McCarlo. He doesn't get hurt. He's like Duncan Keith, right? Duncan Keith never got hit. He was so shifty when he was moving around. Like, it was impossible to hit him. Quinn Hughes has the same dynamic. And that's why I'm more confident in Quinn Hughes staying healthy because he just he just never gets hit. He just skates around there like a little bug that he can't hit. Like, you're just swatting at the air trying to hit this fly. But it's, it's just, you'll never hit it without a proper fly zapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the Calder, we're, we're finally getting Bedard's up to minus 450. You can get the field at plus 320. That's obviously a decent amount of juice there but i mean if you got bedard minus 150 minus 200 early in the season you could you could arbit out now to guarantee some money. But it, <laughs> it, it seemed to be it seems to be his to lose here um what about the uh the michigan goal he scored on bennington uh, i think that that's going to definitely be on his calder trophy highlight reel i don't want to talk about the calder it's done it's, <laughs> it's done unless he it's gets over. hurt it's for over. the rest it's of the season it's over yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's done I mean, Brock uh, Faber is it's like all the nerds are talking about. Well, Brock Faber, 30 minutes a game. Look at all these, uh, you know, the net rating, all these underlying numbers that he has, but it doesn't matter. The voters no, aren't no going to vote for him over Batard. Not a fucking chance. So it's, unless uh, he gets hurt, it's it's done. And I don't want to talk yeah. about it anymore. Yeah. And then speaking of getting hurt, uh, Leo Carlson avoided a season end injury, but I think he could be out up to six weeks. So that all but ends his. So much for that load management shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's hurt anyway. Well, they're remanaging a lot of his load now. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's off the ice. Um, all right. It's, it's past seven o'clock. I think we're going to puck drops on some games here. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Island podcast 
wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, leave us a five-star rating and review. Also on uh, Spotify, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're going live there for all of our shows. We should be back on Thursday night and Friday night with uh, the whole gang. So make sure you're subscribed. Uh, hit that notification bell so you know when we are going live. We'll schedule those out uh, a few days or a few hours in advance to keep you notified. Also, to keep you notified in the Discord. We notify everyone there. SG.pn slash Discord. Get in the Discord. Always a good time. We're not some live bets, but there, there's been some good good live bet action recently. So, you know, if, if you're if you miss out on betting the game pregame, sometimes this is this is the time of the year where you know kind of what teams can come back and what teams can, can blow leads. So this is the time to start getting into live betting. And follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Um, okay, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSLP. I'm Joel Myron. You can find me hoping that all these away teams have a nice, comfortable, and efficient plane ride to their respective opponent cities. And uh, yeah, let's go away teams tonight. See ya.